I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the AEW Dynamite After Show. We are coming to you live from all across the globe. We've got all sorts of fun stuff lined up for you tonight. But before we get started, let me introduce the amazing panel I get to work with today. First, he is the International Super Scout. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger Corral. Corona who? Corona who? I don't got time for that. None of us do because somewhere next to him, I guess, theoretically speaking, it is the indie darling herself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa Barr. Yay, I'm wearing a bubbly shirt. Bubbly. Oh, yeah. Bubbly shirt, <laughs> nice. indeed. Thank Ladies you, LaPelia. That, that voice, that old familiar voice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is the returning fashionista. Let's hear it for Woo! Jessica O'Connor. I'm not Melissa, if you guys can see that. I'm just using my mom's account. You know, we got to make it work here in Coronaville. We're, we're all learning. It's all, it's all changing. We're having fun. And of course, we have our producer. Let's hear it for Josh Alonzo. What's going on, y'all? What's going yeah. on? Talking about a quarantine, right? I went so crazy, I had to shave my head. <laughs> and he's well, well he saved next week. <laughs> That's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, All right. Now, of course, he's our, our faux producer today. I want to give a quick shout out to Rye Guy holding it down in the mobile booth somewhere out there. Thank you, Ryan, for doing that job for us today. And I am your benevolent host. I'm Fancy Jack Farmer. And man, we had so much good stuff. Before we get into all of the usual shenanigans, as we always do, I like to kick it to the panel. What did you guys think tonight about AEW Dynamite from an undisclosed location? I thought it was really funny. It had some funny parts. Um, my favorite part of the show was Britt Baker hitting her shoe to Cody Rhodes, and then she's looking back, and that's a meme. Absolutely. <laughs> what do you, you think, Jessica? We haven't heard from you in a while. I think I think we lost Jessica. We oh my God! I can't, am I here? Can you see me here? <laughs> You're here. <laughs> what did you think of the show, Jessica? I don't know if I'm visible or listenable at the moment. Audible. What's we the hear you and we see you. You can hear me and you can see me. Great. Yeah. This is great news. Um, we were curious what I liked about the show. Is that where we're at? Yes. <laughs> where we're at. I'm losing y'all. You haven't lost a step, Jessica. <laughs> right where we left off. Right where we left off. What did you think about the show, Jessica? <laughs> Okay, here we go. Um, so I thought there was, this was interesting for me because this was my first uh, show that I watched with no audience. So it was definitely a different experience. I'm not sure I was as invested as I usually am. The crowd really helps a lot. But 
I mean, I'm, I, I respect the fact that the show must go on and I, yeah, shout out to them for keeping it going and not letting the fans down. And what about you, Josh? I mean, overall, just a really great show. But then, I don't know about you guys, but did, did anyone else get an inkling to watch Dumb and Dumber after the program ended? I don't know. It's just about me. There might be some subliminal messages going on throughout the show that maybe wanted me to watch Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, Tony seemed to really want to make sure that we watched Dumb and Dumber after Dynamite aired. <laughs> just credit, Dumb and Dumber is the best comedy of all time. And I won't even ask your opinion on whether or not that's true because it's facts and there's no arguing with it. Spoken like a true farmer. There's a huge, huge, huge uh, story that unfolded on AW Dynamite in Dark last night, if you guys watched. We've got an eight-person tournament coming up, folks, and it is for the brand-new TNT Championship, a mid-card title. We've all been wanting for a long, long time. I'm excited to see. I love tournaments. Everyone knows Jacketology is my bread and butter. And frankly, I just want to spoil it. I want everyone to know how this thing breaks down. Do you guys want to break this down? Sure. That's a yes. yes. No, no, let's yeah, not. Do let's it. do it. What's <laughs> that? Okay, okay let's, we, let's we have plenty of quarantine weeks to go. You're not going to spoil anything, all right? Like, we got a long way to go. Just I've, So just as a reminder to anyone who's watching this, anyone who's ever done this, I have lots of spreadsheets, lots of tack boards with yarn connecting pictures. I know who's going to win this because I'm an analyst, I'm a pundit, and I always get this right. I've never gotten a single thing wrong with an asterisk ever on a tournament before. Correct so let's me if I'm wrong, Jack, but if you got 100 out of 100, correct? With a few asterisks in there, but 100 out of yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, just with a few asterisks, but 100 out of yeah. Josh knows. You've seen it. I always get it right. Never, ever, ever wrong. So we okay, start. that's what you said about the round tag team titles, but they lost because SCU won. Yeah. Oh. So speaking of SCU, <laughs> they're not in the tournament, but we have... At least they were uh, tag team champions. Next, next week, we get Cody versus Sean Spears round one. What do you guys think? Who's winning that one? I know who's winning. You want me to tell you? It's gonna be Cody. Come on, are we kidding ourselves? Cody's winning that match, it's right? Be Cody. It's. I mean, yeah. as much as I want Spears to win, it's got to be Cody. I mean, they have a great storyline with him against uh, Archer, which we'll get to in the bracket a little bit later. Um, I think it's gonna be him taking that, and then between Sammy and Darby Allen, I think Allen's gonna take it. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Why? Yeah. And I think yeah. from that side of the bracket right there, I think Cody's gonna take the whole thing, and yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I, I I feel like Cody again. He can't fight for the main title. Like he can't do that anymore. We already established that. So maybe this is his thing. Maybe he went and lobbied to the TNT executives and was like, "I need gold." Yeah, I was curious <laughs> about that. So he can win this one, correct? Because this is a TNT yes. title. Yep, it's not the world title, so he technically qualifies. Um, Interesting. So I, mean, I, I, I swear I said this. I, I said he's going to come up with some kind of <laughs> loophole so that he can win. Somebody needs to dig up the old episode because no, I. No, you did. I remember you saying that. You definitely did. find a loophole, and I think we're getting closer to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's. I think he's definitely winning next week. Now, um, Darby and Guevara are going at it um, at some point as well. And as Josh alluded to, I think Darby Allen wins this. Um, I, I think the fact that they both took the L tonight kind of 
tip their hands a little bit that uh, that they're going to go on in the first round. I also think Dustin is going to beat Kip. I, I I love Kip, but I just feel like Dustin's on a roll. And I think uh, Lance Archer is going to destroy poor Boom Boom. And just to say, I think I think Lance Archer is also going to destroy poor Dustin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Cody versus Darby. Guess what, folks? I think Darby's winning it. I think our final is going to be Darby versus Lance Archer. And cover your ears if you don't want to know who's going to win the whole thing. But the winner is going to be Darby Allen. Darby Allen is going to make the big win at double or nothing. And he's going to become the first ever TNT champion. It's a double or nothing. I think the quarantine has gotten to you, Jack. Who, who, where am I wrong? When I, it's all right. Where did I? Where did I go wrong? Look. Well, Jack's never wrong in these, so maybe we should just stop the discussion now, right? Here, here's I'm gonna log the off. <laughs> Let's log off. We've teased a little bit of Cody versus Darby, and I think Tony slipped a little bit. He said we're gonna see to- uh, Cody versus Darby at the end on commentary. Mm. Uh, I think. Lance Archer going through Cabana, then Cody's brother also kind of builds up to the Cody Lance Archer thing. But you say, Jack, I don't get it. Why would Darby win? <laughs> because Lance Archer and Cody Rhodes can still happen at double or nothing without it, or later down the road without it being for the title. That's already built. We already want to see that. But Darby can get a title and then move on to another thing with a title on the line. It's spreading things out. It's making things nice and uh, even for everybody. That's why yeah, I think I, it's going to happen. I saw Lance Archer take on like 20 wrestlers in his backyard. There's no one stopping that guy. <laughs> what were you doing think, in Lance Archer's backyard? That's the real question. You, you, like I said, you missed a lot, Jeff. <laughs> like, we're, we're still waiting for our invitation to go to the Murderhawk Mansion. I mean, that's just what it is, guys. Crazy. You can send me all the invitations you want. I'm not going to the Murderhawk Mansion. I saw what happens to people who go to the Murderhawk Mansion. I think that's what professional uh, wrestling is going to look like by month three of this. Uh, <laughs> back to the backyards. Yeah. Backyards. Speaking of month three of this, uh, we, something we do every month and every week and every show and every episode is we like to tell people where they can find us. And I haven't had the chance to do this for a long time, so now I'm going to take my chance. Jessica O'Connor, can you tell everyone where they can see shows like ours? <laughs> no? Okay. Well, uh, Anissa, do you want to go ahead and tell everyone where they can see shows like ours? <laughs> Okay. Okay. No. I, I will Roger, do it. Roger, do you? <laughs> okay, guys. In the middle of this quarantine, we really appreciate you guys stopping by and checking us out in these tough times. You know, we're all st- trying to get by every day, and wrestling is one of those avenues. AEW is one of those avenues, and we hope that we are one of those avenues to you guys. So please subscribe, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you can find us. We really appreciate it. The more you subscribe to our channel, the more you interact with us, the more we're able to grow, the more you're able to grow with us, and the more opportunities we get out of it. So thank you guys for always checking in with us. And something I'd love to add, too, is uh, we also appreciate you guys bearing with us through technical difficulties and things. Obviously, 
this isn't the studio. We're not in studios. We're not where we typically want to be. And I know YouTube can sometimes give us some headaches with the live stream and uh, obviously connection issues can be an issue. So we really appreciate you guys bearing with us through all this uh, and being a part of the show because we love you guys being a part of the show. And that's why we do it. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't broadcast it. We would just talk. Um, <laughs> something that was broadcast today, though, was a tag team match player. You know it's the Mac Militant coming to get it on. Uh, uh, we saw Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara going against Cody and Darby Allen. We've talked about this just a little bit, but these kind of matches are always interesting to me when we know a tournament's coming down the line and that they're going to have matches down the line. How did you guys feel about this match? I thought it was a really good match. Um, for me, um, it really, sh I feel, what's so funny, what I thought that was more hilarious about this match was one where they threw Cody over the barricade up against the hills and you see Bit Britt Baker with the hill, throw, you know, throwing, they're all jumping him. And then- A heel the, with a heel. Yeah. And then um, pretty much gambling on who can pretty much hold them for like 10 seconds. That is something I've never seen in pro wrestling. <laughs> I thought that was really fun. I, the, their quote-unquote crowd interaction was great. And uh, Britt Baker mowing down on some Popeye's chicken sandwiches and swinging heels. I agree. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, and all the other fun stuff. Darby Allen, though, Josh, he jumped off of the top of the world in a, in a, a coffin drop. How did you feel these three did going into uh, – what will be a big tournament for them. I mean, this is a great way to showcase four people on one side of the bracket, at least, of the tournament. And like we discussed earlier, the potential setup of that side of the bracket could potentially be Cody and Allen, as we know at the end of the match um, they lost. But then Darby Allen kind of, I wouldn't necessarily call it a heel turn because he's, to, to me, he's a bit of a tweener. It might be just a little bit of frustration just afterwards towards Cody. And so when he just belted him afterwards and just gave him that stare down, you're just like, okay, this could be an inkling to what could happen, but it's just a theory. We don't know how the tournament's set up and who's going to win what, but that's a potential matchup I want to see because when they had it the very last time, it was a great match. And so I'd like to see that again. That friction definitely adds a little bit of sizzle to the stake that that next match <laughs> is going to have. Um, so uh, Jessica though, uh, some old friends uh, in the main events, some people you've seen before. Um, how did you think they did after uh, having some time away? Is there someone you're referring to specifically? Like <laughs> uh, like Dustin Rhodes or who, 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 are, who are we fishing for here? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I, I thought, I don't wanna, I don't wanna step on your bit. I don't wanna step on your, your part of the show. But Go for I, it. Know, I thought Sammy Guevara's tights were sparkly and standing out, and I thought he oh, was oh, oh, this is for the runway. Okay, so I are we <laughs> no, talking no, runway? Or are yet. we talking wrestling? Yet, but, uh, I, I yeah, just the, the 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 main event in general. Main event in general, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like anybody was too far away. No one like shocked me. I feel like they're all relatively recent in our memory. I know I've been away for a couple weeks, but I didn't forget yeah. who Sammy Guevara is, Jack. 
I'm on. Right. <laughs> Sean Spears seemed to be uh, him main eventing seemed a bit like a, a step up for him for because he's been kind of struggling on dark and, and things like that. It seemed like a, a big a big spot for him. Do you like do you like uh, um, Sean Spears? Are you a fan of his? Sean Spears. Yeah. I could take him or leave him. I don't know about you guys. How do the, how do the rest of you feel? Josh, do you like Sean Spears? I mean, I kind of I agree with Jessica. He's one of those talents where I'm just like, okay, even when he was Ty Dillinger in NXT, I wasn't really that into him. So I'm not really all that big into him. But this is a perfect opportunity for him to just to be, get some exposure because as of weeks and months, he hasn't really been on TV whatsoever and really hasn't had any matches. So this is a, just another great potential like exposure for him. So it's great. Yeah, yeah I agree Spears with you know, you know what the truth is? I think Sean Spears is meant to be a good guy. I feel yes, like after 100%. he got, yep. I think after he got the victory today, I, I was happy for him. He was kind of smiling. You could tell that it meant a lot to him. I want to cheer for the guy. I want a perfect ten he's, for the guy. He's lovable. He's got a lovable look. Yeah. Like he, he looks like a nice guy. He 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 doesn't feel he, I, I, as opposed to Sammy Guevara. You look at him like I hate this. I hate this guy. Uh, I, I like Sean Spears. I also think he's someone that um, certain people don't need to win or lose. I think Sean Spears is a guy that needs to win to be relevant. Uh, and I don't like think Allen, agreed. I don't think he needs a chair. I feel like maybe he needs a different object, maybe a mop, a table. I don't know. Like he he <laughs> needs a chair at this point. Yeah, a chair doesn't fit him. Maybe but I will say, I do love his nickname as the chairman, as alluded to what happened like uh, early, like last year with that chair shot I, to the back of the head. I like that nickname. I like the I think chair. It's He's got a cool, like, old school vibe to him. I like I like the chair, and I like that he has Tolly, and I like all that. But, I, I, Roger, I think you hit the nail on the head. He's just a likable guy. Like, I, I, I like him. I want to see him do good things. I'd love to see him feud with the Dark Order. I think him and, and Brody Lee could have some – some banger matches. Um, let me love you, Sean Spears. Let me love you. <laughs> let, let me us love in. you. Let us love. Uh, <laughs> someone who got a lot of love tonight was Marco Stunt, and he got a lot of love from one Lance Archer tonight. Rest in peace, buddy. Uh, Rest in peace. Is that what you love call baby. love, Jack? <laughs> you need to talk to somebody. This is uh, the kind of love Jack is into. <laughs> my it's, definition uh, of love looks a little different than that so lance archer's six seven is he the biggest guy in aw is he bigger he's bigger than uh luchasaurus even right and how tall is marco stunt uh he's smaller I, than me he's about <laughs> seven inches tall because it was staggering the height difference it was it was not even it almost looked like not okay it, it was like it just wasn't even close. I'm pretty sure Lance Archer has keychains bigger than Marco Stein. Uh <laughs> But he, uh, I loved, man, Jake the he's Snake five two. is, is he's five, so... Five two. Five two. Whoa. I just, that was like me in sixth grade for some perspective. Yes. Wow. <laughs> What's the name of those little uh, dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? I don't know. Okay. That's a great the question. Raptor is the only one I know. <laughs> So I'm looking it up right now. Luchasaurus is six seven, but he's billed at six five. So I'm assuming Wait, what? Well, it says according to this, I don't know. He makes himself yeah. shorter. I guess so. He's, he's, he's I don't tall. trust that. that Wikipedia. That's 
It could no, be. A, a dinosaur with shoes, like, it adds a little. Very uh, true. So, um, <laughs> I, I love uh, Jake the Snake. Fantastic promos, as oh. always. So mm. believable, so scary. A few lines. I, I love picking the lines out that I like. I love you said that uh, Lance Archer is... Uh, um, it says, uh, just because I'm smiling doesn't mean I'm happy. And Cody, you might be smart enough to be afraid. And that's, I feel like they're doing such a good job of making the murder hawk seem terrifying, especially after he literally choke slammed Marco stunt into the crowd from the ring, the crowd, quote unquote, with air quotes again. Uh, so many big moves, just poor Marco stunt. Good for Marco Stunt, though. Uh, showing out, doing everything he can, getting some offense in. I mean, do we see He was do we see chucked like-, like a football. <laughs> football season started I've, early. I have never seen a man throw another man in such a way. It took my breath away. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, he got he got thrown around quite a bit. Do we put Lance Archer in the uh, top tier of people in East? So do you think he's a world champion guy or not quite? Where do you put him? Sure. Like, what I mean, bracket I do you put him in? Um, like the racket that that's happening in a couple of weeks or just in general? No, I mean, like in general, like, do you think he's a, a main event world title guy? Is he going to settle in and be more of a kind of mid-card guy? Is he going to... I think he'll be a mid-card guy for a while and then... Um, become a champion um this match to me like I'm not gonna lie I laughed during this match because it, it to me it was Aww. really funny you know but Aww. I mean Marco Stunt he his was favorite funny wrestler, for Marco well his favorite wrestler <laughs> is the big show and he got a little taste of it kind of so I mean you know I thought this match was really good um good for Marco we're getting to see uh, him we haven't really seen him wrestle during this time that we're all in the situation but um you know what hey this match was fun to watch and I feel bad for Orange Cassidy I mean like I got Marco you know was thrown in there we go went down you got Marcoed um I got a quick follow-up <laughs> question for you Nisa it's uh unrelated but um do you consider Cody Rhodes a main eventer or is he a, a mid-carder since he can't go for the world title? Um, well, Cody Rhodes has always been a main eventer, in my opinion. Um, okay. You know, he's been... No, I'm just, just, just curious. Know, just, just, that's all. That's all. Okay, I'm not going to... All right. <laughs> I like... Uh, he's got a match with uh, Cole... Lance Archer's next match, I'm guessing next match, is Cole Cabana in that, uh, in that um, tournament. I like how... Colt Cabana was on commentary saying he'll use his comedy to win. <laughs> uh, I think Boom I like Boom is in for a surprise. I liked him on commentary. I, yeah. I would be absolutely happy to have more Colt Cabana on commentary. I know mean, he's funny, but he still was good about the matches. I like that he talked about how Lance was exiled out of American wrestling and dominated Japan for 10 years. I know that made him sound really scary and cool as well. They do a good job of building these people up. AEW, guys, you know what you're doing. Other guys. Well, I mean, they have wrestlers that are on commentary who have these type of experience, obviously have experience in wrestling for more than 15 years. So, you know, and Colt Cabana, I think if he ever retires, he should definitely do commentary. Uh, yeah, I think he'd, he'd kill at it. Uh, someone else who's been killing is Brody Lee as the leader and the exalted one of the Dark Order. Um, before we get into the, the, the match, 
Man, I love these videos. I know people are saying they're shots at Vince McMahon, and maybe they are. I don't care. Either way, he seems scary. He seems intimidating. He seems everything they want him to be. Jessica O'Connor, this mm-hmm. is our first time chatting about the reveal of the Exalted One. Did you like this guy as the as the Exalted One? I mean, like we said, they kind of set an impossible bar, but... I mean, I, I guess he's doing a good job now. He's scary. He's selling the part for sure, I think. And then, uh, Roger, do you like these shots at, Vin- at Vince, if they, if they are shots at Vince? Oh, they're man? definitely shots. I, I don't know if this is the way you conduct meetings, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if That's you go, what I do. <laughs> if you go into a meeting and you want results from your people, I don't think this is what you do, right? And then, not only does he, like, lack the motivation during these meetings but then he lacks the motivation out in the field i like i don't know what i'm supposed to get out of this guy yeah so uh eight and nine uh have a match and i love that they're just <laughs> i love that they're just numbers uh, I'm, by I'm, the way i think Christian, I, thought, I thought nine totally outperformed eight josh don't you agree I mean, I really want to see what uh, ones through seven have in store. And who knows? What about uh, numbers 10 through 20? I want to see them all. Eight and nine, just like a little bit of an inkling. I want to see the whole dark quarter, what all of them have. I want to see each of the numbers. Guys, you know why they didn't get seven? Because seven is scary. You want to know why they didn't get seven? Because seven, eight, nine. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, them the, um, now, the eight and nine loss to uh, the Natural Nightmares, uh, which is this team of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. I like this team. It feels like it makes sense. It feels like it goes together. Uh, They're quietly putting together a win streak. Let me put on my pessimistic, jerky, can't take anything on a good note hat here, Anissa. And let me pose this question to you. If I'm being the pessimistic wrestling fan, do you think they're just put together because they happen to be in the location that uh, the AEW is filming, or is this a real team that's going to be around long after Corona? Um, I think um, it'll be a long team. Um, I do think that they are building uh, Marshall a lot, you know, like they did, like with Cody and Dustin and like all those guys when they first, if you go back to All In, like the first one, they built up, um, why did I lose his name? Um, <laughs> one what? I just lost his name. It just said in my head. But um, the first, uh, um, they built up this person for all in the first one. And then they ended up building, um, once he decided to move on to a different uh, 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 company, they decided to uh, choose MJF to be the next star. Um, And they built him up as being very popular. So I think what they're doing with Marshall, they're going to build him and have him become successful. And then who knows? I mean, definitely, I think that they could uh, become a tag team after the quarantine. And then who knows what happens from there? QT is lovable, man. I love this guy. Um, Do I think he's going to be the next world champion? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The first person that they built up was uh, Flip Gordon. Yes. Ah, Flip Gordon. Okay, I gotcha. You know, um, QT Marshall yes. feels like my dad. Like, I feel like, <laughs> doesn't it feel like, you know, your dad just mowed the lawn outside and he's like, let's get in the ring, boys. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I mean, I we're going to have a couple cold ones. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, he um, he's one of those guys. I'm trying to think of a good example, and uh, and maybe one of you guys can help me out here. But like, I have to be that guy that's like kind of holding the backbone of the company together. I don't think he's gonna be the world champion anytime soon. I don't think he's gonna set Quite the world true. on fire. Uh, who is that? <laughs> I said Dwight, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Yeah, he likes the Dwight Schrute of AEW. <laughs> like a loyal uh, servant to the Michael Scott, i.e. Cody Rhodes. I just say, oh, are you worried, Dwight <laughs> Schrute? <laughs> I didn't even uh, see that. Yeah, he, he just he seems like someone's going to be around. Someone that you kind of always root for, but you know he's not going to be necessarily the biggest name in the company. I guess, like, he strikes me a bit as kind of like where a, a Dolph Ziggler is now in WWE or someone that like, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm making sense here, but just someone that like you, you like, you, you're yeah. not, you're not buying he, his stock, but you're like, Hey, he's great. I'm glad he's here. I like what he's doing. He's kind of like one of those cult figures for like every wrestling promotion that you have. I mean, they're usually like the low tier mid card type of guys. I mean, I, when I usually t- think of those type of guys, I usually think of people like Finley or maybe like Tully Blanchard or Arn Anderson, WCW. Finley's a good one. Yeah. Finley's a great yeah, one. Finley's yeah. a good one. I mean, you just That's know that these guys can work, and you know that in another role, they're usually the guys that are training the new up-and-comers for the development of that. And you always want to go to those type of people because they've been around it, and they're always just like technically sound. So – for me, him pairing up with uh, Dustin Rhodes, I think it's a great pair. I mean, it makes me think of like old school, like NWA, WCW tag team wrestlers. I mean, you just have someone mm-hmm. from that era, I would say late 80s, early 90s. And then you have someone that's been relatively, I guess you could say late 90s, mid 2000s type of like experience right there. And then just having that same wavelength, I think that they're going to be a really great team in the future. Yeah, having that continuity and that past that brings them together, I think is really cool. But we had a women's match where we had someone who we've never seen before. Anna Jay, I believe, you know, using one of Flo Bo Boyce's terms, boo thing of the week, uh, <laughs> has a uh, little bow tie. Um, Anna Jay with two wives. Yeah, she was a hair flip. Like, she was going to be great. my runway. She was going to be my well, red wife, but we don't spoil have to... it. We still have time. Oh, I don't know. There's no pictures. We've all gone rogue here. Yeah, we have no format, folks. Just kind of bear with us. Where's my music? But, it's free form. Um, We're all just speaking what comes to mind. Slam poetry. Slam <laughs> oh, poetry. Um, we have music. Josh, I couldn't get the music. It looked like you were playing the music, but I, I didn't hear it on my end. Okay, there we go. There we go. So, um, but yeah, I thought I thought uh, uh, Anna J. Uh, uh, give her a contract. Uh, uh. Get her signature on a contract. I thought she did fantastic. She looked the part. She wrestled well. Twitter was a stir with her. Uh, Anissa Barr, how do you feel about uh, this new potential new addition to the women's division? Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't mind having AEW sign her. I mean, you know, I thought she w- did really well in the ring. Um, she did wonderful. I liked the, the kicks that she did. Uh, but also, we need more women. So, AEW, freaking hire her. Hello. She's also a good wrestler, but we also need more women, too. Uh, girl speaking power. Of, of, speaking of girl power, Hikaru Shida, uh, by the way, with a little promo video before she came out. Look, they, look this is... This is analyst Jack talking. This is pundit Jack talking. She had a hype video. 
hype videos ain't free, ladies and gentlemen. That means someone made the decision to spend some dough to hype up Cheetah. I think big things are coming her way. Everyone loves her. She wrestles great. Is she the one to knock off Nyla Rose for the title? I think potentially. Open, open to anybody. I think potentially because that promo video just made her look like a million bucks, like really sold her to the top, really talking about her background and like and her former Japanese promotions and everything, really elevating her to the moment to like, I guess the pedestal similar where I can describe it as someone like Riho uh, first got the title with, she was put up on that pedestal too. So it could be a potential, like potential uh, step to have her take over for Nyla Rose in the future. I think it would be a great matchup for her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think hopefully I think she's gonna do well. I hopefully they sign Anna Jay. I was a big, big fan of what I saw today. And as Anissa, as you said, we definitely need more women in the women's division. Uh, now, someone else that showed out tonight, Trent going against Kenny Omega. We gotta quit sleeping on Trent, man. He keeps putting on great matches against great people, and I don't think it was an accident that it took till the last minute. For the mega champion to beat Trent. Guys, is is Trent a secret superstar solo competitor in the waiting? It's the name. It's the name. You're never going to be taken seriously with a name by Trent. You got to change the name, man. Roger, I yeah. agree 100%. <laughs> I Trent. do too. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure with Trent. everyone. Uh, I think it might be copyright <laughs> reasons why he's not going by his last name too. Because if you pair Trent with Beretta... Beretta kind of sounds like a name for a gun. I think that would work really well. Why, <laughs> why doesn't he be like Bobby Beretta or something? That sounds exactly. gangster as heck. Bobby Beretta. Yeah. Booth, <laughs> ring, yeah. whatever. Bobby Beretta will come out was, and get her. <laughs> I think it was Jericho. Someone else may have said, but I think it was Jericho who said, uh, when you think of your name as a wrestler, you have to imagine them saying, and heavyweight champion of the world. Bobby Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound like it works? And it doesn't. He needs a last name. I don't even care what the last name is. He just needs something cool sounding yeah. uh, to go with it. Um, Trent's one of your guys, right, Anissa? Sure. I mean, um, I saw him wrestle Strong. at PWG, and you know <laughs> that guy ha- has wrestled as a single com- uh, competition before in the Indies. And this match bel- was fantastic. I wish this match was the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Omega can make anybody into a star, but Trent is already a star anyway. So I would love to see these guys go one-on-one for the world heavyweight championship one day. But overall, like I, I could watch the, these guys wrestle like forever. Guys, I'm telling match, you. Match of the night. Kenny definitely. Omega is the Shawn Michaels of our era. I'm telling oh, yeah. you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that, Roger. Uh, and, you know, speaking of Shawn Michaels of fashion, we're just going to go ahead and kick it. Over to Jessica O'Connor. We kind of spoiled a little bit, but let's give you a, a real segment. Go ahead, take it away. The runway, ladies and gentlemen. Do I get music? Here we go. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna just jump right in. So I jump kind of in. I kind of already alluded, well, maybe not alluded, I, I flat out said it. My female choice for the runway was uh miss anna jay our our new friend our unfamiliar face for most of us um i thought she looked hot she looked really good like the all black i mean she has a gorgeous face and what i'm thinking i was gonna chime in on this uh in the previous discussion 
I, if, you know, AEW does go through with signing her, I can totally see her as Britt Baker's like little evil protege. Kind of look alike. And they have a similar vibe. And I could totally see Britt being like, let me take you under my wing and let me show you like the evil ways. And they could just be like these bratty uh, big sister, little sister thing. I don't know. That's the vision I have. But This is my I'm- evil dental assistant. <laughs> yes, evil dental assistant. Oh my God, that's great. I, I mean, a receptionist. <laughs> Why the heck not? I mean, they could really go crazy with that. And uh, my male runway, I'm not going to really say runway, but I guess my standout this evening would definitely be uh, Chris Jericho in his hot tub in good old Odessa, Florida, which is actually where I am right (laughs) now. I found out by his promo that Jericho and I are neighbors. What? So no big deal, guys. She's part of the inner circle, yeah, I, Jack. Sorry, you've been replaced. I, I think that. Yeah, makes I'm gonna go. Cool. I'm gonna go hang out over there after after the show. You know, I might jump in the hot tub, pop some bubbly. Hopefully, I don't get arrested for trespassing. We will see. <laughs> That's like, does everyone wear leather pants in the hot tubs in Florida? Uh, oh, I was gonna yeah, say absolutely. that was the best part. <laughs> I also uh, went leather to. Pants. I also went to high school across from Big Cat Rescue in the Tiger King. So <laughs> oh boy. It's a really interesting part of town. We have Chris Jericho, we have Carol Baskin, and we have Jessica O'Connor. Like, what a place. <laughs> Damn, I got the young watch out. Out. I got. Talk about it's a, a death triangle. Right? That's a death triangle. Right there. That is a, quite the list of things going on over there. But speaking of lists, I got a list of my own. I got a list I do every week. I got the elite of the week. Elite of the week. Boom, 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 so first, boom, I'm going to give an honorable mention, and that one's going out to Pharaoh. What a beautiful dog. I love that fella. Well, uh, uh, Pharaoh, what a good dog. Uh, to the real elite of the week, the top five, we've got the Dark Order coming in at number five. They came up short in their match. But man, Brody Lee's still coming in strong, looking scary, power bombing, not taking nothing from no one, especially a sneeze, a cough, or a quick little nap. And at number four, we've got Hikaru Shida. She is decimating the women's division, whether you're new to the division, where you've been around for a while. She's even got promo packages. She is going to be the person to look out for next in the women's division, if you're not already looking out for her. Number three, Lance Archer. You wouldn't know this, but I believe Marco Stunt is actually six feet tall. Lance Archer is so big, the guy looked tiny on TV. He threw him around like a lawn dart, and I feel bad for poor old Cody Rhodes. Every crazy person that comes through that town wants to take him on, and Cody, I don't know if you're going to do too good against the murder hawk. And at number two, we got Darby Allen. He is going to win this tournament. Save this being said, because it's happening. Might as well give him the title already. Darby Allen is your first TNT champion, folks. And number one, we got to give it to Sammy Guevara. He has been the star for show after show after show after show. And now he's got 
fancy new pants when he's wrestling. I think this dude, as said before, he is a freshman on the varsity squad, and he is no longer the unknown awesome guy. He's the number one on the Elite of the Week, folks. Elite that was your of the week. Of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think it, it was a glitter, man. Yeah, so it was, it was a great show overall. Uh, I'm getting the start to wrap notes from Ryan in the booth. So let's go ahead and let everyone know where they can find us. Roger, let's start with you. <laughs> Tell Ryan I got another hour left. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And Anissa. Um, on all social media at Anissa Bar. And Jessica O'Connor. <laughs> um, and Josh Alonzo. You guys can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at J O A L 323. Jessica, are you back with us? How about Ryan in the booth? Where can we find you online? Um, where you can find me, you can find me at Ryan Nilsson on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find Je We'll put Jessica's uh, social media in the description down below. But thank you so much for tuning into the AEW After Show. Thank you guys so much. My name is Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the WWE Raw After Show every Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as the AEW Social Media Scam every single Monday. And, of course, here on the AEW Dynamite After Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That does it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.